0: Welcome to episode 332. How many social media platforms are you on? Two, three, six, ten? And how many people do you follow on each of them? 100? One hundred? thousand? Ten thousand? Have you ever considered why you follow these people? And have you ever thought about the impact that they're having on your health? Is that impact helpful? Or is it harmful? You're probably thinking, how on earth do they impact my health? They're on social media. Well, I'll explain that to you today. I'm also going to dig into why I think you and I should unfollow all of our favorite health and food influences. So for another episode of Maddie Ruins Everything, let's get into it. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously, so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. What is up, legends? I mean, what's going on, my healthy friends? What's up, my healthy friends? Oh, my God. <laughs> I just broke the podcast. It's all down here from now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I film so many videos and different things and audios and blah, blah, blah. And so many of them start with what's up, my healthy friends, but not all of them. And I'm going to jump into one mode and out of the next mode and into the one, next one and Anyway, I think it's all downhill now. The podcast is broken. I fucked it. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for sticking through that. (laughs) What a trauma. Anyway, in 2024, it's my mission to coach 500 people to get control of their sugar cravings and sugar binges so they can stop yo-yo dieting, stop obsessing about food and finally create a body that they feel confident being in. And I think today's conversation is a really relevant part of this. So something came up in my coaching community Quite a while ago now now i bring it up all of the time which is that this idea of social media and the people that we follow okay and how it's influencing our health so you often hear me and if you're new here i often bang on about the idea that we are pack animals we are tribal animals and for that reason we need to be really aware of who we allow into our tribe because social determinants of health so the impact on our health that our social circle has is more powerful in many instances than your genetic code, the food that you eat, the fitness and lifestyle that you have, right? So the people around you are the most impactful thing. And as we've heard Tony Robbins and Jim Rohn and many people say, you are the average of your five closest people. And in a really disconnected world where we don't see that many people socially on a daily basis, apart from maybe our partner or our family, a big part of the people we do see every day are on social media. We're seeing them a huge amount through this particular lens of the highlight reel of their life. And so, online through TikTok, Pinterest, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, insert all of the other ones I don't even know about, right? That is programming you and your health expectations and your health outcomes because inadvertently, these people are a part of your tribe and they're both consciously and unconsciously influencing your ideas about the world. They're literally called influencers. Right? Because they're having influence over the way that you think, see, feel, do. And so it's really important to be aware of this. And so in the context of health and wellness, I see people on both ends of the spectrum. Okay, What I mean is in the social media world is that clients and followers and listeners and maybe you too they basically are in this space of following all sorts of different people because that's the nature of social media. And we, again, we're pack animals, we're tribal creatures. It's normal to want to build a big tribe because we want to be able to relate to people. We want to have goals and aspire to be like other people. And we also want to make sure that our place in the world is clear and that it makes sense, right? However, we've got people that have followed different people for positive and negative reasons and either end of that spectrum that I mentioned. So you might follow people because you have a guilty pleasure, and this comes from the particular client that originally brought this up a long time ago. That are much more overweight than they are, and actually eat gluttonously online. And you know they do this thing called mukbang, and I'm going to do a whole episode on that, which is just literally watching people eat copious amounts of food, and it's not good in any way. It's led to many deaths. I'm going to report on those deaths when I do the episode. But the point is that people have a guilty pleasure of looking at people online, and this is the idea of reality television, looking at people that they look down to. And one of the nice things about reality TV is it says, hey, at least I'm not that bad. And I actually have a mate, Steve, and Steve might even listen to this episode. This was a couple of years ago. He, he you know, flew to Queensland and hung out with a group of mates up there. And then he came back and hung out with, you know, the sort of people that we hang out with down here. And he said that he realized when he was hanging out with his mates in Queensland, He said, I realized I was hanging out with them and said, at least I'm not as fat as Dave or at least I'm not as fat as this person and this person. Then he realized he caught himself. That's not healthy, right? And so, it's it's more evidence of that. And the same thing happens online is that we might have guilty pleasures through social media or reality television type pages and channels and it makes us feel better about ourselves, right? But then on the other end, we see the problem too, that we're following unrealistically, extremely healthy, fit. Young, you know, women or men that have no responsibilities, that were maybe born into mum and daddy's money, that um, have genetics that allow them to be in tip-top shape, you know, and and they're in this environment that we could never create for ourselves. And the reason that I think that talking about this is important is because on either end of that spectrum, it creates different feelings within you that influence the way that you are. Right? Because if you watch somebody eat ten thousand calories of fast food in a mukbang video. You'll say, at least I'm not that bad. And that doesn't inspire you to change because you feel like you're already ahead of those people. Even if you're not healthy whatsoever, right? Even if the habits that you've got are not good at all, you'll still be like, actually, I don't need to do anything. Equally, on the other end of the spectrum, if you are watching and consuming content of women and men and people that feel like they're so far out of this world and actually you've got a different body type to them, you've got a very different life to them, and there's no possible way that you could end up being like them, it might bring up feelings of self-disappointment, shame, embarrassment, self-loathing, and self-talk that is like talking you, talking you down all of the time and saying, you'll never be that. You're not good enough. You're not strong enough. And so this is why I really want to push you and everybody to pull out their phone right now and start going through the people that you follow and unfollow influences that are a negative influence in your life. You do want people that are inspiring, but you want them to be inspiring, not triggering self-degradation, right? You don't want to be degrading yourself in your own mind as a result of watching these people online. Equally, we don't want to watch the people on the other end of the spectrum and say, at least I'm not that bad because one, we're judging them and two, we're giving us ourselves an excuse not to change, right? And I don't believe as a society, we, despite what millions and millions and millions of views and listens and downloads and watches and stuff, say against me and disagree with this. I don't think as a society, we should be championing these people that are living and making money by absolutely destroying their health. In like Many of these people have died. So we want a realistic perspective of our world with doses of inspiration that feel like achievable inspiration. People that you can look at and think, I could be like that. That could be me. I can see how I can get there. And and the people you follow might change. For different chapters of your health journey, you might have different people to follow, right? And so I encourage everybody to start an unfollowing event in your life. (laughs) Go onto your platforms and unfollow. And notice what comes up in you when you start unfollowing these people. Because many of the people that we follow, there's a guilty pleasure in there. There's like, a oh, but I want to know what's going on. And the example of uh, this being amazing that I want to share is actually my own. And it's actually related to business. So I was famously deplatformed from Instagram in 2021. And the interesting thing was that for 24 hours, I was in panic mode, lost thousands of followers. And then after that came peace. And I haven't had Instagram since, at least not in a capacity that I post at all or regularly or I'm engaged with it regularly. And so the reason this is so became so peaceful for me and it took me a while to figure out is that I was no longer seeing my colleagues And the people that I look up to in health and wellness roles and businesses and influences in the world, I was no longer being bombarded by them and thinking, my business isn't big enough. I'm not as healthy as that healthy person, or I'm not as rich as that person, or I don't have as many clients as that person, or maybe I should have this kind of freebie or run this kind of challenge. And it kept me in the rat race of running my own health business. And after that disappeared, it took a few weeks and I felt so much peace of being disconnected to that. And interestingly, the podcast and my business and my clients have had more success ever since I was deplatformed from Instagram and was no longer a part of that. And so I want to encourage you to do the same thing, whether you've got a small business, whether you've got a job, you know, and you're just following people on LinkedIn that make you feel not good enough, whatever the platform is, wherever you've got the social determinants of your outcomes, your social circle, your tribe, much of which is going to be in social media. I want you to go and unfollow. Open your phone right now, check in. See how it makes you feel to unfollow different people because that feeling will tell you a lot about why you follow that person and how it makes you feel, right? And you can ask yourself, is this serving a lower version of me or my higher self? And if it says the lower version of me, time to unfollow, right? Is this triggering of negative self-talk and does it make me feel embarrassed or shameful that I can't be like this healthy person? If that's the case, you might want to unfollow them. If you want to go, you go to unfollow someone and think, does this person have good values and inspire me and make me feel good about myself. If that's the case, they're a keeper. And I hope I'm on the keeper list. But if I'm not, that's okay too. You've got to do what's right for you. If you've enjoyed this episode and you know anybody that's stuck and glued to all of the health and wellness social media nonsense that's keeping them stuck because they've got 3,000 different concepts and ideas and influences thrown at them every single day, maybe sharing this episode with them is the best thing that you could do. You could influence that friend by sending this episode. (laughs) All right, gang, unfollow all of the people and enjoy the peace. Come and hang out with me in a place where you don't have to engage with this stuff. Interestingly, I don't have Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, uh, Messenger, Facebook. I don't have any any of it on my phone. None of it is on my phone. It is so damn peaceful. And when you say, oh, yeah, but Maddie, I need to talk to this person. I need it to message this person. I need it to do this. I did the same thing. I went through that same bullshitting. Guess what? None of it matters. If you've enjoyed this episode, give it a like, give it a share, give it a five star and uh, share it with the world. Unfollow. Enjoy. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode or learned anything at all, the gift of your five-star rating would be incredibly helpful. And what's even more powerful is if you write a review. You can do it below each episode on Spotify every time an episode comes out. And inside Apple Podcast, simply find the main page of this show with all the episodes on it, scroll to the bottom, hit write a review, share your amazing feedback, and then hit send. It helps this show grow tremendously and allows me to successfully invite bigger and more famous guests each time we do the show. Here Thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us climb the charts, climb the algorithm and help more people. Oh, and by the way, I have a short disclaimer as well. I just wanted to quickly remind you that the information provided on this podcast is for general informational purposes only. While we strive to bring you accurate and up-to-date content, it's important to note that a lot of this is mixed with opinions, stories, and ideas not supported by mainstream science or medicine. Any advice or suggestions should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult a healthcare provider before making any decisions about the health and wellness of you and your family remember too that what works for one person may not work for another and just as we promote on the show each person is responsible for their own health decisions thank you for tuning into the how to not get sick and die podcast and now the next episode here it is